Howdy, howdy, and welcome to the Daily Run, Run of the Mills podcast, Romans chapter one. We've been going through the book of Romans chapter one, and we're going to go right up to what I would call the thesis statement of the first chapter of Romans. When I was a kid, they'd always tell us when we wrote a paper, we had to write a thesis statement, and that's pretty much what we're going to come to uh, next time. But this time we're going to finish up the first little section of chapter one, Paul's writing, telling the uh, the Roman believers why he was writing to them. Last time we we read verse 13, and we will try to do 14 and 15 today. So verse 13, he says, Now I do not want you to be unaware, brethren, that I've often planned to come to you, but was hindered until now, that I might have some fruit among you, just as among the other Gentiles. I am a debtor both to Greeks and to barbarians, both to wise and to unwise. So, as much as is in me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome also. So, kind of an interesting statement here. He says, I'm a debtor both to Greeks and to barbarians. And this is one of those things that, that again, we have to be careful because we sometimes get our ideas from our our modern understanding of certain words. And so we think Greeks and suddenly we're thinking of guys in togas and we think barbarians, all of a sudden it's like Vikings or something. And, and that was not the, the understanding or the use of the words at the time. Basically you had the, those who were referred to as Greeks, those who had uh, embraced the Hellenistic culture, you know, the, the Romans of the time, many of them referred to themselves as Greeks. They had embraced that, that, that culture. And so, those people that he referred to as the Greeks, the Hellenists, uh, and to the barbarians, the non-Greeks. And so if you're writing to those people in Rome, you know, those are the, basically the two groups. Uh, in, in Israel, you would have said you know, the, to the Jews and the Gentiles, uh, but uh, now we're talking about the Greeks and the barbarians as he's talking about those in Rome. And so he says, I'm a debtor both to the Greeks and the barbarians, both to wise and unwise. You know, the idea being like, educated and uh, and educated but what i wanted to focus in a little bit here is on the beginning of the verse he says i'm a debtor both to greeks and to barbarians he says you know i'm i i owe them something and this is kind of an interesting thing because you know what is he talking about what does he owe them now we again this is one of those things i've been talking about from the beginning when we're reading these books when we're talking about having a a good biblical hermeneutic a good um practicing hermeneutics the art and science of biblical interpretation. There are things that you need to be aware of because they will help you in discerning and deciphering what the author is saying. And one of those things is knowing who the author is. It's always important to know who the author uh, of what you're reading is. It makes a difference what their background is. And so uh, when Paul says, I'm a debtor both to Greeks and barbarians, we say, well, who is this guy, Paul? Well, we know Paul previously persecuted the church. He was an enemy of Christians. He uh, he cast Christians into prison. He stood by and watched people's coats as they stoned Stephen. And so there may be in that aspect of it where he says, looking back at how I treated them in the past, I, I owe them um, something. I, I think there's some, some weight to that, some validity to that. But one of the other things that when you are interpreting the Bible, it's always good before you start saying this is what Paul meant by reading what John said, or this is what Paul meant by reading what Peter said, or this is what Paul meant by reading what it says in Leviticus. Um, 
to say this is what Paul meant based on maybe what Paul said, because he's going to, and, and you'll find this as you study the Bible, that certain authors have their own vocabulary. They have words that they use that are not used by any of the other authors. And they have certain uh, focuses or perspectives that may be different, again, based on their own background. You get that when you read through the Gospels and you, and you read, you know, the, the differences between Luke and, say, John. Luke, who was uh, a, uh, or, you know, talking about Luke, who's not a, uh, a Jew. And so he's writing to a Roman audience to a, and and so he has different points that he makes. Anyway, didn't want to get into that, so I'm not gonna. Um, but what is Paul talking about when he says, I am a debtor? Well, one of the things you can do is you can look through the book and say, does Paul talk about owing, being a debtor to anyone else? And he does actually in Romans 13 in verse eight, he says this, he says, owe no man anything but to love one another. You know, he's saying, don't owe people stuff. And this is one of those things that is a, a great Bible principle. And one of those things I think we need to apply to our lives is this thing about owing people something. And, and any of you that have ever um, taken out a loan on a car or a loan on a house, you've probably noticed, like, all of a sudden you are, you become like a servant to the loan. You become a, um, you, you can't maybe do what you want to do or go where you want to go because you have this debt over you. And uh, and so um, most of us have experienced that, I think, in a negative uh, fashion at one time or another. But he says, owe no man anything but to love one another. If you owe somebody something today, if you owe uh, a neighbor, a friend, you know, I, I had a friend a while back who, who I knew owed money um, to to someone. Um, uh, the, the issue is not really important. But the fact was this person owed money to this person. And it was hanging over their head. They couldn't go and get a loan um, to start a business. They couldn't get um, a loan to buy a car. You know, they couldn't get a loan to buy a house because they had this bad credit issue because they owed someone money and they never paid it back. So if that's the case that you find yourself in, where you're defaulting on a loan, you're not paying it back, what you need to do is take care of that because we're not to, we're not to owe somebody uh, in that, in that sense at all. So, before you go and rent a movie, before you go out and uh, buy that uh, next luxury uh, item or, you know, buy that new toy, take care of what you owe. Don't owe anybody anything but, like Paul says, but to love one another. And so I think what, what Paul's saying here, he says he's a debtor both to the Greeks and barbarians. I think by using his own definition of owe no man anything but to love one another is, is saying, look, I'm, I, I love the Greek and I love the non-Greek. I love the educated, and I love love the non-educated. And again, looking back at our context, what's he talking about? He was talking about having fruit among them, uh, among the Romans, having results of his ministry. And he says, "I'm a debtor both to Greeks and barbarians." If we say that he says, "I want to," I love them. I love the Greeks. I love the the barbarians. I love the wise. I love the unwise. And I think verse fifteen kind of fits along with that. So we'll read verse fifteen. He says, "So." If that's the case, if I really love these people, even though I haven't met them, so as much as is in me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome also. And so he's saying, hey, I want to go and share the love of Jesus with you and with these people. Why would I share the love of Jesus with them? Well, because I love them. And I think that makes sense. Um, 
And that's, uh, you know, that's one of those great things about being a believer is that we can love people. We can love people not because um, they earn it, not because they deserve it, but because we are children of a king. We are children of the king of love. We can love people not because of who they are, but because of who our king is. I am a born-again child of God. He loves me, and he loves them. And if I say, you know what, they have value to him, so therefore they have value to me. Um, I've said before that, and, and you've probably heard me say this, that, that God doesn't love us because we've earned it. God's love is not merit-based. Uh, I don't earn God's love. God's, God loves us because of who he is. You know, when the Bible says God is love, in First John, God is love. That's that's who He is. It's His, it's His character, and so what I say, as a Christian, I want that to be my character. I want to love people not because they earn it, not because they deserve it, not because they're lovable, but rather because it's who I am. It's part of who my, the very fabric of my being is. I am a person who loves, and why am I that? Well, because I'm a person who has been loved. I've received that love from my God. I've been transformed by his spirit and I am a new creation in him. And I hope the same could be said for you. Examine your life, examine your relationships and say, you know, am I loving people? Am I loving people? Am I in it for them or am I in it for me? Am I in relationships for what I get out of them or am I looking to share the love of God with people? Because if you love people, you know what you're going to share with them? Jesus. Anyway, God bless you. Have a great rest of your week.